We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy Dan. Dan, what's going on, my uh, juicy hair friend? Look at you. Look at me. Look at our look at our background. Look at our border right now. This is production 101, man. This is we good got, stuff. We got a producer now who can make us an actual video version of our podcast. If you're watching yeah. this on YouTube, there is a no other pod border. We got the KCSN logo. My God, we got to wash our face now because we're like on the thing. So make sure you smile and, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I did have to look behind me. I was like, okay, what, what sort of spare stuff do I have sitting on my couch that I want to make sure nobody sees? Right, so. right. Hide the hide the sex swing. Got to get it out of there. I oh, get it. I get Oh, you don't have that? You, you that's know. a way. For, you, you store it on the winter. I get it. I, get it. <laughs> I do have to figure out what my uh, my background is going to be because I got to step my game up now that I got my well, scarf walls know, in the other room. Absolutely, so dude. I might have to transfer it back here. We'll see. It's it's pretty bad when you look at mine and you're like, well, this guy's not even trying. Right. <laughs> like, look at this guy with the scarf. He's even got freaking Darth Maul over here being scary. And then like, you know, 20 pairs of Jordans just sitting here. And uh, I, yeah, why do you I, look like you're Susie Homemaker over here? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, my scarf wall's in my other room where I have my TV is. And I do have a, a coworker that who he was like, hey, I got a sporting KC flag Do you at home. You, you want it? And oh, so I'm like, yeah. sure, yeah, bring it in. And he brings me in this flag that's got sporting KC along the top. The bottom half is red and says Budweiser way across it. <laughs> and this damn flag <laughs> is six feet across. Hold it's on. The, it's not a normal size flag. It's the world's most giant flag. If I put it behind me, my entire background would just be a sporting Budweiser flag. And I'm well, like, you what own you with this? He's like, here, you could hang this in your in your RV dealership. I was like, what am I going to? He was like, when you asked if I wanted a sporting flag, I'm assuming I got a normal size flag and it's got the sporting crest or whatnot. This dude brings me, which I appreciate the offer. Yeah, he brings me this giant hat. He was like, yeah, my wife wouldn't let me hang it anymore. And I was like, I wonder why. I wonder why, because <laughs> it took up the whole guest room. That's great. Uh, so, dude, if you could just wear it as like a shawl as a for cape. these episodes. A cape. You're, yeah, dude. 
You're freaking Captain Sporting <laughs> over here. <laughs> he did give me, though. This was really cool. It was unprompted. It's like a wooden sporting crest that's like pretty big. Like it's bigger wow. than a dinner plate. So got to figure out where to put that. I like right that. Just sitting in my office. You know, you. I see you got a little. You got a little shelf back there, and there a little ledge that things can go on, like your tr- your karate trophies from when you were a kid. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> there is a ledge back there. I got to figure out what I'm going to do with it. Um, the 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 space is just short, like just too short, really, to do scarves the way I want it to. Right. I'll I'll figure it out. Just I'll fold them and stack them up. Just I'll do something. <laughs> like get all my bobbleheads along the ledge there, and they'll just be sitting there looking at me while I record. Absolutely. You know, until my might... cats come knock them down one by one. <laughs> just cat just bobbing the shit out of Beesler. Get out of here, Bees. Yeah, exactly. Frick it. You know, we might have new listeners this time around, dude. And they're like, do these guys, like, what are they talking about? Well, and it's like, we don't know. We're just having a good time. <laughs> Welcome to the, and I forgot, I'm doing this right now live. I forgot to uh, check to see go. if we got any new ratings or reviews. So I'm going to check, check that real quick. We will we next like week to... for sure. If you have not yet left us a five star rating or review, uh we would appreciate it we don't have any new reviews but we got uh, a few more ratings on here so go on apple podcast go on spotify leave us that five yeah. star rating or review we read them all on air guys we'll this is it. it this is it we're part of kcsn now and uh very happy to be here and excited to uh bring the same old show every week man this is this is awesome you're you're looking as gorgeous as ever and we're just uh ready to ready to roll you like my you like my shirt you got you like that my, france kit you like my french cock right there I, well that's not how I would Tell me I'm wrong. It. Tell me I'm wrong. Scientifically, it's correct. Scientifically, it's what it is. <laughs> it's, uh, I have mine upstairs. I Actually, you know what? It would have been awkward because I almost put mine on right before. We have the exact same shirt, and we would have shown up, and we would not have planned it. No, it wouldn't uh, have been awkward. I absolutely expected you to have it. So I, I was just like, this is going to be great. Traffic hit. You know, hit some traffic on the way home. It's a little bit later than normal, right. but, uh, you know. I got, you know, France, maybe if, if Croatia pulls out a win, I got to pull out my Croatia kit. So oh, there you go. We'll there see. You go. We'll see. It's exciting uh, we'll, times, dude. We'll talk about World Cup stuff. We'll talk about the U.S. men's national team draw against Wales. We got this big game coming up against England that he'll probably play, but I don't know if you saw the reports. Harry Kane took a knock to his ankle in the game. He's getting some scans uh, on Wednesday. We'll see. Cool. But, bye. Uh, bye. Won't miss you. Bye, Harry. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't think not having Harry Kane will hurt England too much against the U.S. Well, national true. team. But, but do you ever feel like like you're a bad person in the sense in the sense that you're like I I don't want this person to be like seriously hurt. But if they mm. could just be hurt for like 48 hours, that'd be cool. So I was actually having this exact conversation. It's interesting you bring this up. I was having this exact conversation with my cousin the other day because. I think I used to, you never wish injury on somebody, Yeah. but when like somebody who's a really good player on the team that you're playing, they get injured for a while. There was a part of me that's like, Oh, you know, we might have a chance now. Like you're secretly kind of happy. I, the older I get, I think I'd rather beat a team at their highest level. Oh, like, I think okay. I'd rather just like if, if Harry, now England, if we beat oh. England and they don't have Harry Kane, they got enough good players. I'm still going to be like, Oh, so you're shit, a good person. Just, and I'm a no, it's not that, it. but like, for example, I'm a big USC football fan. People who've been listening, they know that. USC was playing UCLA. UCLA's quarterback is really good. He got hurt partway through. He like hit his throwing hand on the, uh, a defensive lineman's helmet. And I was like, if he comes out of the game, we're probably going to win. But if he comes out of the game and, and suddenly we take off and, and they're inept because their quarterback goes out, like I don't know that that's going to feel great to me. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm glad we won, but like we didn't beat them at their best. 
he stayed mm-hmm. in the game and we beat them and and that feels a lot better to me right now. That's so. cool, but I'm 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 here for championships, bro. I'm <laughs> well, here, you know, take yeah. them out, take the legs out, uh, you know, maybe they maybe they got back spasms for a week and can't play. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. is that make me a bad person? No. I'm so sorry. I think that's what a lot of sports fans are. And look, honestly, it, I'd rather win than than lose. So if the choice win is lose costs. against their best or you know, win when they're subpar, I mean, sure. Yeah. But I'd rather beat them at their best. Right. We'll see. You know what we need to invest in, by the way? Do we hmm. need to get like ring lights? Yeah, absolutely. Our... Do. do you have one like right a now? TikToker. I don't. Watch this. Oh, you just see me right now. My face do you is have a light up. above you? Now it's suddenly oh. a lot darker. You have it's a light up like there? A... Uh, I got a light over here. I have a light, like, <laughs> I have a light up there. This I was thinking like ring lights for all my TikToks, you know, that there I don't you. do. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> something to think about something to think about no i got a giant now people can see what my setup's like i got a giant computer monitor behind me that i'm always looking at so that's uh, that's what's lighting me right now it's very professional uh, very very cool man <laughs> very cool um let's look there is a little bit of sporting kansas city news that i want to talk about before we get into world cup stuff um there was the re-entry draft that happened this week there was stage one and then a few days later stage two that sounds sporting. so serious bro that sounds oh. like american ninja warrior the re-entry draft. You ever watch that shit? Stage one, stage two. That is American uh, Ninja well, Warrior. Yeah, it's been a while since I, I used to have uh, a dream. I don't know if it's a dream. Dream feels a little strong. I He's used to really Martin want. King. I used to really want to go on the show Wipeout, which isn't obviously oh, Ninja Warrior levels, but it's absolutely. Like, I'd watch that show and I'd be like, I can do better than these people. Like, it's not about I'm, doing better. I'm not you even have to wipe out. I'm, I'm like the lowest level of athletic there can be. But like I'm coordinated enough where I'm like, I can get past this initial obstacle course. I can do did, it. I can did qualify. You do the, did you do I the did hit and run 5K? 5K? Oh, you what, did the I hit did and run. I did hit and run way back when. I did so, that and, I did decent. and the wipeout I was fine. One. Yeah, it's about wiping out, man. You're, you're going to wipe out. Just try not to hurt yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, stage one, stage two of the MLS re-entry draft. Uh, Sporting Kansas City was not active in stage one of the MLS re-entry draft. Uh, but the Sporting fans might have seen a little bit of interesting news that came out of stage two of the re-entry yeah. draft. Uh, Sporting Kansas City selected Nicholas Isimat Marine. He's back, all, baby! Well, hold your oh, horses. All right, holding, holding them. Hold, hold those <laughs> horses. Uh, <laughs> they selected him. Um which I think a lot of people at first like, what the heck? Like, we just decided we're not going to resign him. Your mind. Pick up the option. Um, but basically all this means, and the, if you look at SportingKC.com, if you look at the story they put up, it says Sporting KC holds rights of first refusal on defender Nicholas Isimat Marine. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically what that tells me, I'm reading some tea leaves here. Uh, essentially Sporting Kansas City will uh they'll get compensated if another team decides that they want to sign nicholas east marine and there was some reporting in the last couple of weeks that there were other mls clubs interested in nicholas east marine now what's interesting is by taking a player in stage two of the mls re-entry draft a club is required within the first seven days of the stage two of re-entry draft to make what's called a genuine offer Bonafide offer. Right. Gotta happen. So they will be required to do that, but that's not going to be by rule anywhere near the amount of salary that he made last year. And they did this almost certainly knowing that he will not accept what that bonafide offer will be. So $80,000. 
if you look on MLSsoccer.com, they explain the stage two reentry draft, and it says, at, you know, if a player is selected, the drafting club will be required to make a genuine offer to the player within seven days. If an agreement cannot be reached between the drafting club and the player, the drafting club will hold the right of first refusal for that player in MLS. So by Sporting KC putting out as their headline, Sporting KC holds right of first refusal for defender Nicholas Eastman Marine, they're yeah. skipping right on past the bona fide yeah. offer part. They didn't say we've selected East, you know, no. we've selected him and we're going to uh, offer him some money. Like, come on. It, it, this is all, this is a game. It's a game. It's 4D chess. I don't know what that means. Well, it's like, you know, 3D chess is like chess in real life. We live in 3D. 4D chess is like, there's a whole other dimension you can't see that, you know, Peter no, Vermeer is playing tricks. You've means. never heard this phrase? Uh, have you ever been to Shrek 4D at Universal Studios? That's 4D, not. baby. You get water sprayed on you. You get like flames and stuff. It's a real thing. I, I've never been to Universal in Florida. So, well, that's. Well, that's silly of you. That's very silly. But you've been to other 4D things like uh, A Bug's Life. A long time ago. I don't like it because the little thing comes out of the chair and it pokes you. You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right, dude. (laughs) He goes, that hopper, he goes, hornets attack and the stinger stings you in the back. And everyone's Mm -hmm. like, it wasn't even that bad. And I was like, well, my chair is the bad one. I got a bad chair. Small children screaming. Yeah, it got me really good. And then whenever I went again and the, the grasshopper came out, I'm like leaning forward like this. I was like, I know what's coming. I know it's there coming. You go. You're prepared. <laughs> That's so, <4D. laughs> I Peter Vermees, I think he's just, he's looking at this. He goes, where can I get a, a little advantage here, a little advantage there? And uh, he must have some indication that some team is interested in Nicholas Eastman Marine. Now you might say, why wouldn't a team then just select Nicholas Eastman Marine in the reentry draft? Uh, Time to be real, Jimmy. <laughs> who knows? Uh, I deleted this app. I can't, man. It's well, too much. it's because you, you don't like to stay youthful. It's a youthful thing. It's too much. I'm apparently I'm just no. How man. would this ever happen during recording? I always it always happens when I'm like <laughs> watching TV under a blanket, and I'm like, people think I do nothing but sit on the freaking couch all day. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Now you have you've documented that we're doing a podcast. Hell yeah. Um, but anyway, I just, P- Peter Vermees must know that there's a decent probability that somebody's going to sign Nicholas Eastman Marine. Now, we're not going to get hundreds of thousands of dollars from it, but hey, even if someone's like, oh, Sporting KC gets $50,000 in allocation money, that's $50,000 they didn't have before. So it's a, it's yeah. a low-risk uh, move by Sporting Kansas City. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, it's just Peter Vermees trying to get any advantage he can, which I think I appreciate about him. He's crafty, right? He's real crafty. And I think... Uh... You know, man, we got we got a little KCSN clout behind us now, and he's going to be like, "What? You guys are part of KCSN? Of course, I'll come on your podcast now." I didn't want to sure before because exactly you guys were a couple of schlubs. But well, now, to be fair, we've never asked him. We've been building to that. Well, you don't have to ask when you're a big deal. Like he's now, he's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> okay. should I be interested in this?" Probably, totally he'll probably come to us. That's true. Absolutely. Uh, that's the biggest sporting news. There really wasn't any other big sporting news. Now, on Tuesday. In the early afternoon, there was some pretty seismic MLS news before we get into the World Cup. Did okay. you see? It's it's not a roster update, but yeah, what, what's the big this deal? Might, this might be the move of the offseason. Atlanta United has appointed Garth Lagerway as president and CEO of Atlanta United FC. I know. You texted me. I stormed over it, and we kept talking about other things. I don't get why I should care about this. Break it down for me. Garth Lagerway is the architect of the modern Seattle Sounders FC. He became, he took over essentially all roster building uh, duties uh, as the GM 
for Seattle Sounders FC in 2015. He brought Nicholas Ladero to okay. the Seattle Sounders. What have Seattle Sounders gone on to do since he became the architect behind the Seattle Sounders? They've Thanks. won MLS's first CONCACAF Champions League, and they've won two MLS Cups. Stop calling him the architect. That sounds like such a cool nickname, and I wish <laughs> I wish I had it. <laughs> I'm just saying, considering how bad Atlanta United has been at making roster decisions since their initial influx of uh, expansion team allocation money, they had Miguel Almiron, they had Joseph Martinez, um, they had Tata Martino. That set them up, and then they squandered it all away with Ezekiel Barco, P.T. Martinez, um, Frank DeBoer, um, Pineda, like there, there is Atlanta United is not what Atlanta United was four or five years ago. They're going out now and getting a proven MLS executive who can build winning teams. He knows the league. He knows the player pro- profile to look for. And they have the brand recognition of Atlanta United that hasn't gone away yet. So this is probably the single best move Atlanta United could have done in the offseason, I think. And it scares me because I don't want like Garth's MLS knowledge and roster building capabilities combined with Atlanta. And they could be like, yeah, we brought Miguel Almiron over here and then we sold him to Newcastle. And now he's over in Europe, in England, just, you know, doing pretty well. This is the pathway through Atlanta to get to Europe. So, okay. So we're scared of Atlanta again. We still don't, still don't like them. I, I, well, I I will never like Atlanta. I don't I'm just saying this sets them up for success in a way that they were not set up for success yesterday. So I think this was a very shrewd move. I think it shakes up the landscape of MLS soccer because how are Seattle Sounders going to respond? Yeah. I want very hard to play uh, devil's advocate here and tell you how much you're wrong, but like, you're not wrong. It's, it's probably great for them. Um, They're not bringing Joseph Martinez back. So Yeah. This is going to be the guy who finds the replacement. And what, does he have a good pipeline of people to talk to or something? I mean, clearly he's got scouts. He's got knowledge. He knows what he's looking for. He had some success um, with RSL even uh, before he went to uh, Seattle Sounders. He was the general manager and SVP of soccer operations for RSL when they won their MLS Cup in 2009 and when they appeared against Sporting Kansas City in 2013. So, I mean, well, that's two different places he've, he's been where he's built MLS Cup winning teams. There's no guarantee we even play Atlanta once a year. Like, there's mm-hmm. no guarantee that we play them once a year, right? Have we even played Miami yet? We, we've yet yeah, to... Yeah, we've played Miami. Just the one time. I right? think one time. You're, in a regular year, I think... I'd have to go back. Scheduling's been wonky ever since the pandemic. Before all this... adding teams, though. You played generally... Eastern Conference teams once, but you can't yes. do that anymore. Mathematically, it doesn't work out. So it doesn't. So we're not guaranteed to play Atlanta at all. No, but I mean, they might build themselves into a serious contender every single year if, if things break right for them. And and but more specifically for Sporting, I'm curious how this impacts Seattle. Seattle might just reload and rebuild or whatnot, but they were always decent before they got Garth in, but they didn't. They couldn't break through to MLS Cup level. Because so, he was with Seattle currently, and mm-hmm. they they poached him, they just stole him away. And every Se- I, I'm, I have a lot of uh, friends that are Seattle fans. Yeah, a lot of friends that are connected within the Seattle Sounders <laughs> club. Yeah. Uh, not a single person I've talked to had any indication that this was coming. They were oh, all 100 percent shocked. Well, come on, man. They got what? What Seattle got? Keeping them there. Uh, cold, cold winters, and friggin' wow. rainy times and coffee. 
it can get colder in Atlanta than it can in Seattle. When when it know. snows in Atlanta, the whole city shuts down. They got like two snowplows. Atlanta is not that far from like beaches when you think about it. Okay, there's freaking coast down there. Yeah, I guess Seattle's True. got coast. I was you can say, go watch some whales and drink <laughs> some coffee. But like, you guys, have you ever had some, you do you like southern food? Have you it's had fine. have you had boiled peanuts? Man, Seattle's got delicious food. I would choose restaurants in Seattle over well, a lot of cities. I'm vegan, so absolutely I would choose Seattle. <laughs> but I'm talking. Have you had boiled peanuts, my friend? I haven't. No. Well, it's delicious. You should boil yourself some peanuts. Okay, <laughs> we'll work on that. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Uh, that's the biggest MLS news. Uh, not a lot of that's other it? sporting okay. news right now. We Wrap don't have. We, Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> we don't have uh, any other roster rumors or anything right now. I'm sure it'll come out soon. Sporting Kansas City will continue to build their roster. Uh, now that they've gotten through some of these arbitrary drafts, uh, there will be the free agent process that opens up. They'll be able to look at some of the free agents that are available. We'll see. I think there's definitely going to be uh, maybe some interest in the free agent market for Sporting Kansas City, but they're going to be looking probably like they've done before outside of uh, MLS. They're going to be looking to find people who for no or low fees. Um, I don't think we're going to spring for like a nine or $10 million player like we did for Alan Polito, even though we can buy down a designated player. Rodoya or Gadi Kinda could end up still being on one of those DP tags. So we'll see. But I mean, I don't, Felipe Gutierrez, when he first came in, I don't think, I don't remember. I don't think he was a DP. I think he was a TAM level player at first. So, mm-hmm. and he was out of contract. 
and he was a fantastic player when he was healthy for Sporting Kansas City. So yeah, true. there's plenty of options for them to be able to go out there and find somebody who's out of contract or or what and come in that can be a, a real key contributor on a free transfer. So yeah. we'll see. Um, but let's let's talk a little bit about World Cup. Okay. Obviously, it's the biggest <laughs> sporting event in the world. Uh, there's some understandable controversy around this world cup we got grant wall out there tweeting that he's being held up and uh you know i'm i'm glad that he got let go i'm not quite sure what he expected but well that, i i feel like that was a lot of uh let's see if we can go viral here i don't know that felt that felt weird be. he's done that twice now he's like i took a picture and they told me to delete it and he's like and i warned this and maybe he's just trying to poke the bear intentionally which yeah. you know what more power to you grant if that's what you're trying to do if you're trying to make a statement then hey you're, you're a better person than I am. I'd be too scared to go over to a, a known dictatorship and intentionally poke the bear over and over and over again. Right. Have we learned nothing? I mean, uh, Brittany Griner had, had some drugs and is now Barely. absolutely it's not like coming home. Sheesh oil. That, that's yeah. a different situation, too, with all the, the, well, the political stuff going on. Sure. But, but I just, I, I mean, it's... Bad deal, everyone. Like the migrant workers and the treatment of LGBTQ plus people, and 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 the condition, everything. It's it's not great right now, um, but I am trying to do my best to enjoy watching the U.S. men's national team in the World Cup and enjoy some of these other games. I think you can hold two thoughts in your head at the same time. You can say sure. this is not great, and there are things about this that we don't support, while at the same time being excited to watch the u.s men's national team for the first time in eight years especially a young u.s men's national team like we talked about last week uh, there's conversations you, talk- you can have right like you yeah. can have all you can have all the conversations uh you can boycott it if you want that's sure within your right uh mm-hmm. the players are going to get paid regardless they make a pretty good living um but at the same time it, it is exciting to see your country in it even mm-hmm. if we might not be in it much longer. <laughs> well, so that was going to be my thought. It's okay. So we, we talked a little bit about what to expect against this Welsh team last week. Yeah. Um, how I wasn't confident. I'm going to be honest. I was not very confident going into this, this game against the Wales team. I, part of that might be, I've been hurt too many times, but U.S. Men's national team soccer. Part of it is I don't have a lot of faith in Greg Berhalter to do the right thing. And there's a little bit of storyline coming out of this game about that. But how are you feeling going into this game against Wales? I mean, I, I didn't expect Gareth Bale to play like the whole game. That was kind of wild. I think I mentioned that before. And I was like, the man barely played in MLS just came in, did some cool technical shit. Scored game-tying goals. Scores game-tying goals, and that little walk-off home run for him, you know? (laughs) But, you know, uh, 1-0 lead, and and you foul a guy in the box, 10 minutes left in the game. Like, my God. I don't don't know how you do that if you're a two-time defender of the year and and Walker Zimmerman. um, we, we We praise him. We praise that man in being a great defender, and that was just stupid. One one of the tough things for me is there, there was one MLS player in this starting lineup. It was Walker Zimmerman. Yeah. And so all, you and I love MLS. We know sure. that MLS is generally, I think, it's it's not a top league in the world, but People I think it's better. Us. I think it's better quality than like the Euro snobs, if you will give it credit for there's a lot of people it's like oh mls it's not the retirement league it was 10 years better than it was 10 years years ago ago. yeah exactly it's getting better there's quality players that come through i mean hell weston mckinney came through the fc dallas system tyler adams came from uh new york red bulls Uh, there are a number of players 
who came through Matt Turner came from the New England Revolution. Then you look at players like Alfonso Davies, Kyle Laren. There are key players in this World Cup who came through MLS and are now key contributors over on European teams. I think um, it was a bit of a bummer that the lone MLS starter is the one who made an absolutely disastrous tackle in the box to give up the penalty kick. Also, you can't get two yellow cards in, in 10 minutes, the first 10 minutes of the game. Well, like, okay. That was there crazy. Were the, some of the officiating, I, I was like, we did, we got to chill out. Here. It was pretty bad, dude. Let Remember when? Play. How about when he stopped it for injuries and it wasn't a head injury, and then he knew that he, he stopped it for Wales, so he ha- has to stop it for USA. Nope. And then, no, he did. He did. He stopped it for both teams, and then Until he wiped it. Polisic was freaking yeah. lying on the ground dead, and the guy's like, no, play on. It, play it's on. almost like he did a one-for-one, one and he's like, cool. They canceled each other out. I can go back to stopping it just for head injuries. And this guy is not a bad referee, man. He, they even said on the broadcast he's refereed some crucial freaking games. Yeah, but he it was it was kind of bad. It was not very good. <laughs> I, I think whether fair or unfair, there will be questions throughout the entirety of this tournament about um, the legitimacy of some of the decisions that are made. And it started from the moment the World Cup kicked off yeah. when Qatar was playing Ecuador and Ecuador gets a goal like five minutes in. And then suddenly, hold on, there's a VAR review and I was really pissed at first because the TV broadcasting crew did not do a good job of explaining what was happening. And they brought in goalkeeping expert, Dr. Joe Manchik, and he gets on there and he's fumbling his words. He can't explain what's going on because they, I thought they kept saying that Ener Valencia for Ecuador was offside because the angle they kept showing on the screen, he's in an offside position, but he's 25 yards away from where the action is. And I'm like, how can you say he's involved in the play? The AI overturns it. Suddenly a goal against Ecuador is wiped off the board. There were maybe some unsubstantiated rumors that the uh, cutter was was bribing Ecuador to lose the game. Suddenly, you're like, okay, hold on, what is what is happening here? So I think there's well, just and 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 the official in the U.S. Wales game was uh, from Cutter. I don't know why they would be specifically targeting the U.S. men's national team because I don't think we're exactly a big threat. We're not in their group. But you see those questions pop up when there's questionable referee decision-making happening. And so I think that'll be consistent throughout this tournament is, is this on the up and up or, or is this not? I don't know. I hear you. You're still saying cutter. Is that what we're saying? Is it cutter? I think it goes both ways. It's cutter or Qatar. I was actually reading about this today. Wow. But if you go both ways, don't you dare travel to Qatar because you will be imprisoned. (laughs) Don't do that. Um, Native English speakers can't actually say the name of the country as it's pronounced in Arabic. Yeah. So I usually go off of what the broadcaster says. Like whenever Nate Bucati announces names of sporting players, I'm like, that's it. I'm sure he did his research. We'll just say he did. I read today that a a, a Qatari government official said either one, honestly, Qatar, Qatar. Pick your flavor. (laughs) Um, The first half for the U S men's national team. I actually thought they looked really good and yeah. were without question the dominant side. I was impressed. Your guy um, Tim Wea. The lineup that they put out. I thought it was interesting that Josh Sargent started up front. Uh, STL. I, guess, I expected, I don't know why, but I think I just expected that Jesus Ferreira was going to be the starting uh, striker in between Wea and Polisic. So I was a little bit surprised to see Josh Sargent there. Now, if you look at some of the passing charts, 
nobody really passed the ball to Josh Sargent. Josh, Josh Sargent. I turned into Sean Connery there for a second. Is he from? Um, he's from St. Louis, right? I'm not St. making Louis. that up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but man, that way a goal. That was some nasty stuff. Like that gave a glimpse, I think, right there, of when things fire on all cylinders for this U.S. men's national team, what they could be. Yeah, and I got to thinking during this game, I was like, we're mad that we haven't been in a World Cup for eight years. Well, I hate to break it to you. Uh, it's been about 70 years for Wales. Sure. So uh, but, we can't be so privileged all the time. Why Americans got to be so privileged? Well, we're used to at least making the World Cup. What's wild, though, is like this is the youngest squad we've had in a long time. You got Eunice Musa out there starting. He's 19 years old. He was 11 when we were in Brazil. 11. Yeah. Hey, and now Greg Berhalter's there. young too, if you're thinking about young coach. And so this draw can't be all on these young players. Berhalter doesn't know what he's doing unless it's putting on good shoes. His shoes were fire. He got he's got fire shoes. Yeah, those are about $225. We know. I tried to buy them. <laughs> they were sold out. You got the big old no from the sneakers app? You got the big old no. That's all right. Uh, but no, the, the Pulisic got the assist. That was probably the best Pulisic looked all game, I thought. There were some times hey, where I was like, he's trying to do too much. They whooped his ass, though. Like, they were stepping on him, pushing him, slapping him. Gareth Bale, like, tugged on his jersey, so he tugged on Gareth Bale's jersey right back. And I was just like, this is going to happen the whole group stage. Like, if we don't figure something out that's a apart from Christian Pulisic, we're not going anywhere because they're going to target on that guy the whole time. That's kind of been the problem for me that concerns me about this U.S. men's national team as currently constructed and the style of play that Greg wants to, to play. It's a, it's a, um, a very technical um, fast paced style. I mean, people liken it to the, the Pep Guardiola system um, as opposed to sort of the sit back, defend counter style that the U S has done before. We just, we don't have like that consistent quality striker who can finish. Um, remind you of anybody sporting KC podcast <laughs> seriously we talked about it all last year who do we got who do we got they keep shutting down our wingers because we don't have a striker mm -hmm. I mean there's there's some similarities there yeah and, um Wea looked really good Polisic, like I said he was trying to do too much for me he he'd pass up through balls some easy balls some easy passes that could lead to something else trying to either hold on and do something crazy himself or make a more difficult pass. And it didn't work out most of the time. Mm. Um, I thought they still looked like the better side for the first half. I was pretty confident going into halftime, but then Baralter couldn't make any adjustments and, and Wales did. And Wales yeah. came out and they were on the front foot attacking, attacking, attacking. And the U S men's national team really started to buckle under the pressure. And then sure enough, 82nd minute Gareth Bale gets the ball in the box. He's got his back to goal. He's not in a position where he can shoot. He's not got shooting. his back to goal. He's probably going to lay it off. And Zimmerman just comes in from behind him and just lays him the hell out in a very easy penalty decision. Gets and, the uh, ball, but not before going through his calves. <laughs> well, and even if he would have got the ball first, he took him out so hard. It, it, would, it, it, it was a clear as day penalty. Yeah. Not a question in my mind. I don't and, know how that happens. I, I don't know how you decide that's a great idea. You're up one nil, like seal this out. You know what I mean? Out. Um, and then Gareth Bale, of course, steps up to the penalty spot. Yeah. And Matt Turner, he almost got this. Gets a little he tip guessed, right? He got it. It might've even been a little more than a tippy tip. He got 
a lot of his hand on it. That thing was just a damn rocket that came off of Gareth Bale's rocket launcher right leg. He felt that he should have got that. Like you could just see it in his face. Like I should have got that. I don't know if I've seen many penalty kicks that were kicked harder than what Gareth Bale did on that penalty kick. Yeah, that was uh, that would have hurt. That would have hurt the palm. Uh, I tell you, it hurt the gloves. I'm surprised that that thing didn't go through the back of the net. Quite honestly, <laughs> um, FIFA Street style. You ever play that shit? I played NFL Street way back when. You never played FIFA Street? Same I deal. I never played FIFA, like the, the Voltaire or whatever. Uh, not Voltaire. No, Volta football. Before that. Before, before that, that, man. It was called FIFA Street, same as NFL Street. You got to look this up. It, ought, it should just be on Game Pass or something. I'm telling okay. you. Okay. Um, 82nd minute, 1-1. And in my mind, I'm still thinking like, okay, we got time. You know, they've been doing a lot of stoppage time in this World Cup. I think there was like 24 minutes of stoppage in England and Iran between the two halves. Yeah, like so. the first half was like 14 minutes. Right. It was insane. I thought I thought he blew the whistle for halftime. I was like, cool, I'm going to shower. I'm getting ready. I'm like brushing my, my locks out and everything like that. And I <laughs> go to like take my clothes off. I'm like, is game still on? I'm still going. What the, what's well, happening? And again, there was nine minutes of stoppage at the end of the the U.S. men's national team and Wales game. And when someone asked me leading up to that, like, how, many, how many minutes of stoppage time do you think? I was like, I don't know, like four maybe? And then nine. Definitely another half of soccer. (laughs) Well, and there's a part of me that's like, okay, um, nine minutes, we can go out and get a winner. They got, what's his face? Andrews on Wales. Was it Andrews? I don't remember who it was. Hmm. Wilson. Maybe it was Wilson. One of them, it was the same guy. He kept limping and falling down, limping and falling down and wasting like a minute at a time every time, every time he did. Um, they added that time on a little bit at the end. So it ended up being like 10 or 11 minutes of, uh, of stoppage time in the second half, but Wales almost pulled this thing off. Matt Turner came way the hell out of his net to clear a ball, but he cleared it right to none other than Gareth Bale. And this dude was lining up to chip the hell out of Matt Turner from distance. I was yelling. I said, foul him, foul him. (laughs) He probably would have done it too. And thankfully, Kellen Acosta in arguably the best foul of his entire career or of his life that he will ever make, yanks Gareth Bale down at the last second to keep. Tim Ream was right there too. And Tim Ream was about to give up a chance of playing in England and get a red card if he had to, because he was already on a yellow. He was not about to let Gareth Bale chip Matt Turner from 50 yards out. Worth the yellow card, 100%. And I was kind of critical of Kellen Acosta for a while. I think I even yelled something on the TV. I was like, that's why you play for Colorado. Like I was just... (laughs) He's on LAFC now. Is he on LAFC now? I think... I said that's why you played for Colorado. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know where he was now, but I know playing for Colorado is not exactly something you put on your resume. <laughs> yeah, it's well, they were pretty good when he was there, but well, whatever. Let me put him down. <laughs> <laughs> you just like fighting with Colorado players. I like fighting with everyone. Like if you stay hot, you don't gotta get hot. Speaking Come of come on, Jim, Jim, your boy uh, Eric Dick got re-signed by Minnesota United. Re- I didn't even know. Was that where he is now? He was he was there and he's still there and we still don't know why he blocked you on Twitter. We don't, Eric. Man, we could have been we could have been <laughs> friends. Such a, bro. a wonderful interview with him, and next thing you know, you you blocked on Twitter. I'm uh, maybe I uh, maybe I shared something that was against his uh, ethical political beliefs or something. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but if you did, then I definitely did, and he didn't block me. Yeah, but you know, I say some questionable shit. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I just, okay. Game ends one, one. Do you feel like, I feel like we dropped points. Uh, you text me and said, we ain't getting out of this group stage. And I, I just said, that. no. Yeah. That is my feeling. We got no room for error now. Uh, We're not going to no room for error. This might be pessimist. Jimmy. He, he's been gone for a while, but he's making an appearance again. There he is. Um, we're not going to beat England. Can we Best draw hope. England? Yeah. Should not, we draw England and then whoop and then just beat Iran, Iran? I'm gonna say Iran. That's not better. Technically, beat them by more goals than Wales beats them. That's the like. If we lose by two or fewer goals to England, I will consider it a success. After okay. what England just did to Iran, six to two, because it's if if yeah. we beat Iran, Wales is almost certainly going to beat Iran. Then it comes down to goal differential, and, yeah. and this is assuming we both lose to England, um, and so. Who's going to beat Iran more and who's going to get their ass kicked by England less? So that's really what it's going to play come a down defensive to. game against England and just put all the goal scorers out there for Iran. I mean, if we try to stretch the field and play a wide open game with England, it's not going to work for us. It's wild, man. You got so many Premier League players on that England team just running, spreading the ball wide and, and just making great passes. It was insane to watch them against Iran. It was just, they were just having fun. They were playing against traffic cones out there. Yeah, and Iran's team is supposed to have a pretty decent defense. Yeah, I mean, not then. No, I mean, maybe they then. will against us. Probably. Well, we don't have Raheem Sterling out there. Well, so. well, and what about Gio Reyna? Everyone's mad that he didn't come okay. in and play. I'm glad isn't he the up. next the next American hope? I'm I'm glad that you brought this up. He's 100. Uh, percent So he says because Jordan Morris came on the field. Grant yes, great Jordan minutes. Morris, the great. Jordan Morris. I, I like Jordan Morris. Of course you like fine. Jordan Morris. But uh, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I think he's fine. But if you, Gio Reyna. <laughs> You're like, should I be offended? What do you mean? I, I don't know. Gio Reyna or Jordan Morris. It's not much of a question. So granted, come even if Gio Reyna came on the 87th minute, there's no guarantee he would have done anything different. But he's fast. When he was asked, when Bear Alter was asked after the game, why'd you go to Jordan Morris, who hasn't played in a while because MLS, Seattle hasn't, they haven't been, they haven't played any games in a while. They didn't make the yeah. playoffs. True. Uh, and Gio Reyna's out there doing pretty well for a major club in Borussia Dortmund. So yeah. what's going on? And uh, Bear Alter after the game said, quote, it was trying to get him up to speed. Uh, there was some tightness that we were guarding against. So that's okay. That's interesting. Um, and then Gio Reyna, after the game, uh, said, no, I feel great. I feel really good. I feel ready to go. 
I felt good. I felt ready to go, but it was just Craig's decision. He doesn't have to tell me why he didn't put me in or why he does, but I'm a hundred percent. I'm good to go. So I, I so don't, who's, who's telling the truth. Uh, Gio Reyna, I assume is telling the truth. I mean, Greg, Greg Berhalter. I mean, it's your first rodeo here, bro. Um, you know, you're trying to make a splash and do big things. But when you brought in Jordan Morris, we all went, Ugh. like we all groaned, all of us. Yeah. I mean, except for you, because you love him. No, I mean, I just was like, I wanted subs to be made a little earlier. I mean, he brought in Brendan Aronson and, and he's a high energy guy, but he didn't do a whole lot. So it's just, yeah. um, I don't know. I just, I don't have a lot of confidence in Bearhalter's ability to adjust tactically or to yeah. do what we need to do to be able to stack up against a club like England. So I don't know, um, man. I don't think we've played England since 2018. And last time we played them, we lost three zero. Obviously it's a, a different uh, team from then, but I just England man against Iran, six goals. Um, that's quite a bit. Uh, I just, you know, the Graylish scoring Marcus Rashford scoring, um Saka scored twice Raheem Sterling Jude Bellingham like these are, <laughs> Harry Kane didn't even score and then they no, got Mason Mount Harry Kane like this is just this is a wild team Harry Kane is a goal scorer and when he doesn't score and six, six other goals happen it's like oh mm-hmm. dear god like he does not need to even touch the ball apparently okay yeah so we'll we'll see what happens I mean um Oh God! If he doesn't play, it'll maybe make it a little easier. But then, okay, next man up, they'll still be fine. They will so. be fine. It is time we got to stop the bleeding a little bit. It's uh, it's scary, but also this World Cup is weird, right? For one, we're literally talking about it in November. Like yeah. this is crazy to me. I'm like, we should be talking about it in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't hate it because normally I wouldn't be watching any kind of meaningful soccer around this time, except for the you know, uh, occasional Premier League or Champions League, you know? Sure. Your uh, beloved Manchester United, who today just terminated the contract of Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, they said it was a mutual consent. And I saw saw a rib online that said, uh, wow, so Ronaldo does know something about consent. (laughs) Well, so that, I mean, there were some people like, oh, is he going to come to an MLS team? Which one? I don't think his ego would let him come to an MLS team right now. But also, too, Mm. legally... He sets foot in the United States. He's going to be brought in for questioning regarding. Are some you sure? Sexual I thought that was dropped. I, I, I don't think that they're able to really pursue it as long as he doesn't come back into the states. I thought it was dropped. I guess completely. So I thought he was free to free to roam about the country. I, mean, might, I, I just there's a higher chance of him having legal complications mm. if he were to come well, back here. Whether go to a, Miami, uh, if anything, even if it's not criminal, it could be civil. So, um, I, but I don't, I think he'll sign with an Italian team or a Spanish team. I don't see him coming to MLS right now. If he thinks that he should be starting for Manchester United, why would he come play for FC Dallas? No, he would never play for FC Dallas. (laughs) Yeehaw, motherfucker. He's not playing for, he's not playing for Miami. I'm just like, he's not going to go. He's not going to be like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm better than Eric Ten Hag. I I know more. I, I should be the face of Manchester United. Now let me go play for Inter Miami. Yeah, and Beckham would be like, "Oi, come on, mate! I'll put you in the starting lineup right away." That's wonderful, Beckham. It's not bad. I watched the I watched the docu series on Disney Plus, and uh, he was he was the, the primary lead there. Have you heard about this? It's pretty good. <laughs> Four um, 
So outside of the U.S. men's national team, which, as you can tell, I don't have a lot of hope. I think just limit the bleeding against England, yeah. and that's all we can do. Just plug it. Yeah. Hey, was that racist to do that accent? I don't. Probably no, I mean, is it though? It's got to be insensitive, right? It's a little insensitive. I mean, I. Who knows? It I can't don't. be good. I'm probably I'm in trouble. <laughs> cut that! Cut that! Cut that! <laughs> outside of the uh, the Why are you U.S. So men's football, look at this guy. He gets outside, like this. Outside of the U.S. men's national team, who is the team? I mean, it's France, I guess, right? You you got your France kit. France is your second team. Look at that. Uh, yeah, I mean, until my Belgium jersey gets in the mail uh, today, you know. <laughs> France looks pretty good. They don't have Benzema because he got injuries. Going to miss the entire World Cup, so it's not a great start right. when the Ballon d'Or winner well, misses the entire tournament. Th- sorry, it's not a great start when like Belgium had to remove the word "love" from the inside collar of their well, jerseys. That too just goes to show you, folks, that if you you can't even hide your love, yeah. they're going to get you. Denmark's you trying to wear shirts that you know talk about how soccer's for everybody and whatnot, and they won't yeah. let let it. No you know, can do. We're denied by FIFA. Captain's but, armbands, we're going to say love. It's all done. No love. Belgium's also missing Lukaku for a couple of games due to injury. Mm-hmm. But uh, France, they played Australia. They went down 1-0 real fast. And you're like, oh, Socceroos. Game on. Maybe, just maybe. And uh, then France was like, oh, yeah. Is? Yeah, this is the Socceroos. Oh, I love that. Like kangaroos. That's amazing. That's, you got it. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> learning stuff. Oh, my God. Um, Should I do an accent, an Australian one? No, let's, oh, okay. let's not do that. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I mean. But then France is like, hey, we're the defending World Cup champs. Maybe we should start acting like it. And then suddenly, you know, 20 minutes later, Rabio gets a goal. Olivier Giroud gets a goal five minutes after that. They go into the half. It's 2-1. And then uh, in the second half, Kylian Mbappe gets on the score sheet after he wandoed a wide-open goal that uh, Tony uh, – Griezmann sent in on a perfect cross and all Mbappe had to do is just literally tap it in and he somehow sends it over the bar from five yards out. What's this, but, what's this like? You got games on at your office? You're like play-by-play in this thing. You guys all I work, watching it? I work in an office. I, I got a couple of monitors. I'm just saying. Fair enough. Fair Fire enough. up YouTube TV and you can do a couple of things at once. Cool. Very cool. But uh, then Giroud got the fourth goal. He had two goals. Mbappe got a goal and an assist. France looks you good, see- man. Giroud, by the way, that is a that's a man's good man. looking dude. You see in that jawline? I mean, could we all hope for that? Yeah, uh, if we fast for forty eight hours, we could have that. <laughs> it's a little rough. It's hard to Hi- know. Very hydrated. Yeah. Well, hey, the hair looks good. The beard looks good. You know, he's he's still he's at, he's at, you know playing for AC Milan out there. He maybe isn't what he once was, but he's he's still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's not the most youthful person in the world, but like, I mean, he's uh, he looks amazing. So I'm, you know, man crush over here. France won. Uh, perhaps the news of the day from Tuesday is Argentina lost one to two to Saudi Arabia in one World, of the bigger World upsets Cup. I think that's ever happened. Got up at five forty yesterday, and uh, I I did not watch it, but I was getting ready for my workout, and I just saw kind of the score on my phone. And I was like, oh boy, that's I not feel- good. Feel bad for our boy Kevin, SKC Fan TV. Yeah, you know, but uh, we all need we all need a little drama in our life, a little little hurt. You know, we all up. need to feel things. He did a stream of that game. He was doing a watch along. Hold so, on, with who? Like people on the, was people in England, five a.m. to watch Argentina. Four, bro. Four, that game started at four a.m. Central. Well, Kevin, he's a dedicated Argentinian. 
Would you would you get up at four if the USA were playing at four? Uh for World Cup, probably. Because I'm, I'm not gonna I'm I'm gonna see the score otherwise, and I don't want to have it ruined. I'm torn, right? Like I that just seems that's crazy. Like I I've stayed up to like midnight when KU basketball was in the uh oh the, they were in like the college basketball Olympics or whatever, mm-hmm. the one where they won the gold medal, and they played it like midnight, and I was like, this is wild. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I could do something like that again. I'm not youthful. Yeah. Well, you're an early riser and a, you know, an yeah. early go to better. <laughs> I don't know what the right phrase is. Um, <laughs> Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia. Denmark and Tunisia, 0-0 draw. Uh, Mexico and Poland, 0-0 draw. But that shouldn't have been a 0-0 draw. That was entertaining as hell. Robert Lewandowski, the first time in his career, he missed a penalty kick. Was it the, the first? National team. It was the first time in his career okay. he missed a, a penalty kick. And uh, Ochoa, man, he shows up in the World Cup for Mexico. He guessed right. He punched. It wasn't a great kick from, from Lewandowski, but it was definitely, you know, you had to guess correctly. They no, showed Mexico. They sh- they showed Mexico City fans like celebrating after that, and they weren't all very excited. Like when they showed when we saw Power and Light, they were way more excited in Kansas City than they were in Mexico City. I mean, they're probably nervous. They're like, yeah. we're just trying to get out of here. So that's probably advantageous for Argentina that both Mexico and Poland drew, so they're only one point behind them. True, but uh, I don't know. Because Poland's good, good, right? Teams. Poland's a good team. Poland, yeah, Poland and Mexico are, are decent. I mean, it's probably between them two uh, to finish second. I mean, the, Argentina was the favorite. They probably still are the favorite, you know, assuming they can beat Poland and Mexico. Uh, they can to still get out, get out right? With two oh, wins? Yeah. yeah. If they get two wins, they're going to win that group still. Hmm. And then it's just between Poland and Mexico to see who, who gets second place. Gotcha. Uh, now, if they drop one to Mexico or Poland, Argentina's in big trouble. Yep. But that's kind of the same thing with the U.S. men's national team. Now we have very little room for error. So we'll see. But, uh, and then today, good good slate of games as well. Germany takes on Japan, Spain, Costa Rica, Belgium, and Canada. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, Morocco and Croatia has probably already ended. Uh, I, I think Croatia is probably the favorite in that game, but who knows? They're not the Croatia that they were four years ago. So. Mm-hmm. I'm just, man, I'm just excited. And like I said, I have some complicated feelings about this World Cup, but overall, I'm I'm happy that US soccer at least for now is relevant. I'm happy that we have uh World Cup games to watch and if anything, like we talked about before, I just want to see some building blocks in this World Cup so we can look forward with excitement toward 2026 when we are presumably sitting in Arrowhead Stadium watching some games. Man, that's gonna be great. Don't know what that's gonna cost me, but uh, savings oh. account has been started, my friend. <laughs> hey, it'll be fun once in a lifetime. Oh, you gotta do it, uh, especially maybe, in your hometown. Maybe we'll even travel. Who the hell knows? Who knows? But I think, I think that uh, you know, it's 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 fun right now. Group stage is so fun because it's four games a day. Oh my god, that's so much meaningful soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the group stage is over, you're going down to 16 teams, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, now I'm bored. <laughs> the, the only comparable feeling I have to it, and it's not the same because this is every year compared to every four years, is those first couple of days of uh, March Madness. March Madness. I knew you were basketball say that. all the time, and you, everybody's got their bracket, and they're like, holy yep. shit, you know, the Florida respect Gold isn't Coast there, though. Beat somebody. Uh, yeah. FGCU. The respect isn't there, though. These, these World Cup games are getting a full 
day, a full game to themselves. March Madness, it's like, well, there's other games going on. Let's check TBS. Uh, true TV. I forgot basketball goes on there for some reason. Uh, <laughs> it's the time they don't show Impractical Jokers. <laughs> great show. And I think that, uh, you know, the, the I don't know, man. It's just fun to have these dedicated times, these, these games, you know? Yeah, it's fun. Well, I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I'm nervous about watching the U.S. men's national team play England uh, Friday night. But, what uh, if we win? What if Friday we win? Nice. Take if, a minute. Hey, if we win, man, I'm all about it. I'll be excited. Wild. Then I will eat all the words that I said about Greg Baralter. I will eat everything I said about Christian Pulisic. Uh, Delicious. I'm not. I'm not counting on it, but but we'll. See. I, I will continue to be the biggest Tim Weah fan. I said boom, boom, boom. Let Tim me hear Weah. Weah. I'm excited. So you're supposed to say Weah. You're supposed to. No, I'm not cool enough response. to know. Do you not know that song? I, now I do, but I, I didn't pick it up when you were singing it. But you got it now. Now I get it. Okay. So, uh, That's absolutely a theme song. I don't know why no one's made that a song. So. <laughs> but anyway, I'm excited. Lots more soccer to talk about. Um, maybe we'll have more sporting roster news, roster rumors next week. But uh, but yeah, I think that's about all I got for our good uh, listeners this time. You got anything else that you want to uh, you want to go ahead and cover? Is that it? Well, goddamn. Uh <sighs> You know, thanks for hanging out. If you guys watch us on YouTube, uh, thank you. I've just realized that uh, Jimmy and I have big noses. So uh... <laughs> that's true. You ever think about that? You ever look at yourself and you're like, God damn, that nose just keeps getting bigger. Yeah. I'm going to have to get a ring light so we look a little better. You know? Right. Maybe we should get nose rings well, to make our nose that. look less big. <laughs> I don't think that'll help. You want to get matching uh, nose rings? No, I don't. All right. I'm sorry. But uh, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMac03. Shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. Make sure you leave us that five-star rating and review if you have not yet done so on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. I say boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say way up. Way up. <laughs> This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.